1: If someone told you today, hey, you can jump in your car today and drive 100 miles an hour on the freeway, yeah, people would say, sure, I can, right? But what if I told you that in 10 years, you can jump in that car, in your car, and drive 100 billion miles a year, which is faster than the speed of light? What do you think, if you did a poll on the street of 1,000 people, what do you think they would say?
0: pretty impossible <laughs> impossible
1: right they would literally say that that cannot happen like it's literally impossible but that is exactly the scale of the technology improvement in 10 years from 2004 to 2014 in other words in 10 years we were able to obtain a billion times more data than we than we were in 2004 with the next generation sequencing and so until 2004 or just a few years later For the entire human history, we were always limited by the technology, meaning that bright people had bright ideas and and bright, bright, uh, you know, concepts about companies or projects, but they just couldn't, couldn't execute on those. And today, we are no longer limited by the technology. So, for example, I say to people, you know, we have 100%, 100% of all science and technology needed today to understand the root cause of every single chronic disease, every single cancer and aging. We just need to do it, right? We don't need to talk about it. We don't need to write papers about it. We just need to do it. You know, and I, I follow the principles of Elon Musk, which is on a Sunday, he doesn't sit around with his friends speculating what's the world going to look like five years from now. He says, this is what the world's gonna look like five years from now, and I know that because I'm gonna build that world, right? And he strategizes how he's gonna arrive at that world. And that's really the mindset that I would like all scientists and physicians to think about is that the future is determined by us, we can build it. It's not a random chaos cascade that someone else imposes on us. So I would like to empower everyone who can help with this that let's build that better world where It's no longer a matter of bad luck that you get multiple sclerosis and you're in a wheelchair and you're suffering every single day. It's no longer a bad luck that you have an IBD flare and your life just turned to misery and you can't have a life, professional or personal, right? It's not a matter of bad luck that you get pancreatic cancer and you're just told "Ah, you're going to live for two years or ALS or pick any disease you want, any cancer you want. It's just we now have all the technology to solve these problems. and so. Um, what I would just on this topic, I would like really people to think of Viome as a technology platform. Vi, what people see on Viome.com is one application of our technology, but we are now going to be rolling out many, many applications. I'd like to, for, for people to think about what we've created. Naveen and I, and obviously a huge team of brilliant scientists, is we've created a, a world's leading systems biology platform that allows us to digitize the human body and then understand the root causes of chronic diseases, cancers, and aging. And we've opened this platform up to the whole world. We in fact have a website called the Viome Research Institute. People can go on there and find out what it is that we do. But all of this technology that we've developed is now available to any any scientist, any physician in the whole world to access it fully and and build something, build an app. So think of it as the app store for health applications where you know, one uh, additional dramatic you know, ex, um, example that I would like to give is that before the smartphones, if there was some guy, some super smart guy with a PhD in computer science in a small town in let's say Ukraine, right? There was no possible way with any amount of work or any amount of skill for him to impact the humanity. Today, the smartphones and the app store has enabled that one guy to write an app in just a few weeks and to automatically impact the entire humanity if that app is useful. And that's exactly the way people should think of Viome. We have built a health app store where we are building apps our own, on our own. We are building apps with our partners, but we welcome anyone else to to come on it and to develop their own apps that we simply don't have the time or resources to devote to because the opportunity is massive. How many apps are there today on the app store? Apple couldn't have possibly built them. They They're just not, that's not possible. So we're really democratizing access to this absolutely cutting edge science and technology and making it available to everyone. Maybe we should talk
0: about uh, exactly what Vime does at the moment, um, as well as the applications of what Vime has in its research capacity that would enable uh, scientists from around the world to to capitalize on the technology that you've already created.
1: Yeah. Perfect. So let's talk about this concept of, of uh, you know omics and omics testing, and I, I want to give a, a few really important examples that I think are, are going to be very dramatic for the audience. So um, let's 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 start from the beginning. If if we were to sequence the DNA of your liver, brain, and heart, the DNA in those tissues is identical, and the reason is because that DNA has the potential to be any one of those organs, right? But it doesn't tell you which one it is and it doesn't tell you what it does. But if you sequence the RNA, the expression of those genes, which genes are actually active in which tissue, now you can distinguish kidneys from liver, from heart, from brain with absolute certainty because those organs perform dramatically different functions based on the same same DNA, right? So that's one layer that's really important about RNA that we study. The second layer is if you have a kidney that is healthy and a kidney that's diseased or you have uh let's say visually it's more dramatic if you have an inflamed intestines of a person with crohn's disease right versus healthy intestine when they're in in their remission so remission versus relapse or flare right if you sequence the dna you will get exactly the same answer it hasn't changed so a person can have a normal healthy life with the same dna as when they're sick as a dog in bed 24 hours a day Right, It's because the DNA doesn't change, but the expression of the genes is vastly different in those two health conditions. So not only can genes tell us what a tissue or what a microorganism is doing, but what is the difference between a healthy state and a sick state? Mm-hmm. So that's one core concept at Viome that we, we approach, is we're looking at the functions, not the potential. And we apply that to human genes and to microbial genes and the gut microbiome and the oral microbiome. A vaginal microbiome, skin microbiome, any kind of a microbiome. Um, and then the second concept that's extremely important is that while there are people who tell you, hey, look, when you're flaring in IBD, your gene expression profile looks very different, your immune system has activated all these other genes versus healthy, if a common person reads that it's gonna be complete gibberish to them. That doesn't make any difference to look at the heat map of the, of the differential gene expression analysis of, of, of a person in flare versus, versus in remission, right? What we need is a platform that can now say, aha, we know what caused that expression pattern to change. Mm. It's the combination of nutrition and the microbiome that stimulated that change in the human gene expression. And we now know how to change it and modulate it so that that person never experiences the flare. Now we're talking about translating science into something that's not just a paper sitting on a cloud server, mm-hmm. right? That's really important, um, and that's the concept of Viome.